Stall It with Darren and Joe, a Go Loud original podcast, proudly sponsored by Five Lamps. The beer from Ahir. Five Lamps is the locally brewed, great tasting beer. Try a local in your local. Get the facts. Be drink aware. Visit drinkaware.ie. Would you like to come and stall it? Ah, would you just stall it, look? I'd like to come and stall it. Not really in the mood. Well, come on and bleed and stall it. Yeah, house hatcher. I'm not a house hatcher. We'll stall it for a crack. We're gonna have a laugh. How are you keeping? Welcome to another episode of the Stala Podcast. Stala is a Go Loud original podcast proudly sponsored by the Five Lamps. Oh, Jesus. Oh, let me tell you about the Five Lamps. Go on, tell them, will you, man? I was walking past the Five Lamps yesterday. Were you? Yeah. Were you really? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's not the can. It's not the beer. It's not the, the lager, I mean. The gorgeous, gorgeous lager. Yeah. Like, there's a Five Lamps lamps, and then there's the Five Lamps lager. And I'm like, I'll have a bit of that. Yum, There's yum. That, yeah. But when I was walking past the Five Lamps, it reminded me to visit drinkaware.ie. Mm. And I wasn't even having a drink, but it just reminded me. So I just went on just to get the facts so I can see. Yeah, you love that website. For, for uh, Just for safety. Because you never know. You never know when you'll have a point. <laughs> so it's always good to be prepared, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay, on with the show. On with the show. How are you keeping? How are you keeping? I'm keeping good, you know. Are you? I am. I am. Obviously, a day off from the from the show. The show is weird. You're filming a TV show? A kid's TV show, yeah, for like RTA Junior. Right. And it's in the middle of the woods. It's in the middle of the woods, the whole thing? Yeah, yeah well, it's all that's set. A, that's where it's based, is like it? cabin in the woods, like this family go on a holiday. Like it's a family that's going to fall apart. Okay. And this man organises a trip to the cabin in the woods. Kind of like a... Has the makings of a horror film. Yeah. And then it gets dark, like some stuff starts to happen. But it's a kid's show, so yeah, yeah. it's not... It's light. Yeah, it's not really scary. It's just kind of goosebumps scary. That's scary. I know, I know, for some people. When I was a kid, that was scary. Yeah. So I can picture kids now watching this show and being scared. It's the biggest set that I've been on. And what amazes me is that there's food. <laughs> there's catering. There's like a, yeah. there's a van where somebody cooks food for you. And I'm like, so you, I can just start at Ant <laughs> and I don't have to pay. This is amazing. It's fantastic. Anything. So I'm just stuffing myself with bleeding. So if you just yeah. fancy a carbonara, can you just say, I'll have a carbonara, please? Well, you have a menu of the day. So, I mean, if carbonara is one of the meals, then yeah. But you can't like go off the menu and just say, give us a carbonara there. No. I'm an actor. No. Do you know I'm an actor? I mean, you probably could if you demanded. Can you get a rider? Do you get a rider? No. That's more just for live shows. Lives, live events live stuff, shows, yeah. okay. I get a lift every morning. Do you? Yeah. By who? Just a driver, like a, a driver. Like a limo. Is it? It's not a limo, it's not like, it's a van, it's a van. Like It's kind of blacked out. Just you and the driver, is it? And one, can... of the other, one of the other actors. Nice. We pick her up and then, but it's proper early in the morning, it's like fucking five o'clock in the morning. That's rough. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, so it's far. good. It's good. It's weird just being an actor though. Like when they say cut, I want to say, can I have a look back at that? But um, Imagine interrupting and just saying, oh, I didn't really like that saying there, um, can I have a look back at it? And he looked back and like, can we just do that one more time actually? <laughs> and see when you're editing it, will you be able to take this bit out and then put this bit in? Because it'd be a good transition. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, Joe, shut the fuck up. Like, can I look back at that? No, go back to your trailer. The biggest set I was ever on was the Hunky Dory ad. Hunky Dory's ad would have been big, yeah. It's like 50 people. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah. 
do you feel like you have to switch it on or something? Where it's like, it's kind of overwhelming, isn't it? Like the amount of people and you're kind of like, this is a bit surreal. Like, Yeah. And then you kind of have to switch it on where you're like, ah, crinkle. Because at the end of the day, in a room screaming at crisps in front of everyone. <laughs> yeah, no, it is weird. Like there's about 20 people on set for this show. Mm. But how big? 50 people. Yeah. And you're there for one day, like oh, no rehearsal. 14 hours, like just roaring. Walk away there, start shouting. <laughs> no worries, yeah, can I have a carbonara? No. What's on the menu? Spaghetti bolognese. I don't know, I'll have a carbonara, please. <laughs> um. <laughs> when it's air shoots, you know everybody. But when you don't know anyone on the set and you have to go act like an agent, mm. and everyone's professional, so they don't laugh because they're not supposed to laugh. I know. Then you're just like, oh, is this funny? No one's laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You can't have any in jokes either because you won't get them. Yeah. I remember being a kid walking past the film set. I remember The Boxer. Do you know where Daniel Day-Lewis? Yeah. That was being filmed in the youth hall beside my flats there on St. Agatha's, St. Agatha's youth hall. And we were all just kind of looking to see what was going on. It's interesting. They were shooting intermission in Fingless Village yeah, when was I was a kid. Loads of people. Loads of people. And I remember just being like looking saying, what are you just filming? Yeah. Really young like. And then uh, me mate used to say to me, um, my dad was in like loads of films like he was in like the van and on the snapper in the background like there's a clip where they go into the bookies and he's like putting on a bit and like he's just a spoofer same fellow that said that his dad was in the army got his head chopped off and he sold it back on um, <laughs> so if he's telling me his help was in intermission and the van and the snapper I'm like nah one of them is a little bit more believable than the other one yeah but when he says that one forced you're like yeah, yeah. you can't tell me anything yeah. I'm not going to believe that yeah you need evidence he was he was in the snapper he was like he was with Colomania saying like ah I don't think so <laughs> you did tell me our dad got his head blown off and then he sold it back on which is very unlikely <laughs> <laughs> Although you never know. You never know. Yeah, you never know. You never know. He never showed me anyway. Did his dad have a scar on his neck? Frankenstein. Yeah, no. Uh. He had bolts in his neck. <laughs> and um, I asked him how he got them and he said, I got shot in the head and it blew off. And then they sewed it back on with a needle and thread. And then there was a woman there with really long, March Simpson here, but it was like white and black. Like Frankenstein's wife, I think. Oh, yeah. Was it? yeah his yeah, missus. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's a lie, man. You're as bad as your son. <laughs> Just a family of lawyers. Just a family of spoofers. My ma owns a sunbed shop and like she gets free sunbeds for me. I'm like, you're eight. What are you doing sunbeds for? You're eight. <laughs> <laughs> but he's bronze. A bronze eight-year-old. Owen. Yes, Darren. What's the biggest set you were ever on? Um, I don't think I've been on any. Stala. Uh, Baker Street. That's the biggest set for you. That's not a set. Ah, it is. That's a venue. Ah, it's chairs and all props. And it's a set. Different things are different things. That's true, the venue. True, true, true. Uh, I was on the set of Talking Bollocks' short film. There you with go. With Jer Walsh. With Jer Walsh. That was, that, air was, air. that was a big deal. That's Air Jer. Yeah, you gave me his number. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've been on a film or Were you ever an set, extra though? in anything? No. Never? Wanted to be. Oh, you wanted to be? I mean, or, or as a child, who who would turn down that opportunity? I don't think anyone would. Exactly. Never right, came quit. For 13 hours, he'll turn it down. <laughs> I wouldn't. At that age, no, I wouldn't. Were you ever an extra at Martin? Yes. I was, wasn't I? Were you, Darren? Yeah, you were. <laughs> I've done a reconstruction on Crime Call. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Did we talk about that before? Tell us again. I'll tell you again, so. In more detail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a while to get so through So actually, here. I was on two <laughs> things that were to do with um, crime. So the first one was Crime Call, and that was 
scene where I had to break into a house because there was a robbery in real life because it is crime call and I had to like crowbar the door open and like I was rummaging through the house and stuff like that and I had a bally on there was another fella he's like come on they're coming back they're coming back and that was basically it but do you know on Twitter like the way people commentate on what's happening when there's a show on like crime con they use the hashtag yeah. someone was like that's Darren Conway he does videos on Facebook like they fully believed that this was the real footage of the crime do you know that way yeah but this is years ago and then the other one was in Belfast and it was like a reconstruction of a murder <laughs> just and, was this crime call as well no it was called Young Dumb and Dangerous <laughs> it was a series on RTA years ago huh reconstruction series about like a reconstruction series <laughs> a series of reconstruction it's like reconstructions of things that didn't happen they just do it because they're reconstructions so what age were you for this um, crime call I probably would have been about 22 and then the other one I probably would have been about 22 and a half. Do you still have these? Like copies of these? No, sure I was, it's on TV so it's... I could have recorded it but I didn't. Maybe my ma still has it on the old NTL box. Oh, I'd love to see that. I would love to see that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the Young Dumb and Dangerous one was like a murder that happened in Belfast where someone like literally bonneted someone in a car over a few bob or something like that. Bonneted them. And you mean drove into them like for anyone that doesn't know what bonnet is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I've never heard that before. I've never heard of bonneted. No. You're letting them get in the bonnet me. No? <laughs> never heard that? No. Well, someone Makes drove, you feel better someone than drove over someone too. and they were basically murdered them and I had to be the person lying on the ground. I was like, What you uh, you're letting that bonnet in me? <laughs> so you weren't the, you weren't the one it, hit by the car, was that like it's like because someone actually did die. So. Yeah. But you were just a reconstruction of Yeah, so I was just like, You're letting that bonnet in me. <laughs> Like, did the director say, now just lie on the ground? Yeah, it was all done in, like, sections, you know? So it's kind of like, it doesn't flow. Like, you know, if we've done a sketch, like, you can flow with it. Like, but this is, like, block one, block two, block three. Do you know that kind of way? Yeah. So it's basically, like, close-up of car hitting you. You on the floor. You dying. Blah, blah, blah. Again, someone actually did die because it was a reconstruction, so... Don't laugh. R.I.P. R.I.P. Mm. I'm not laughing at them dying. Did no, you're laughing at me doing the reconstruction. I just think that... That, that's <laughs> one. I would love to see that. <laughs> yeah. Did anyone get caught for these various crimes? Um, not sure to be honest. I was on. I done jury duty as well before. Did you? Yeah. It was a case about someone up for a fray. A fray. A fray. What's a fray? Is that kicking like public off. disorder kind of kicking off and yeah, breach of peace and stuff like that? Yeah. Would I be right? Yeah. Okay. Was it me? <laughs> but the it person who was up. I probably would have been doing videos online, but like not what it's like now. Yeah. And the person that was up for the affray kept looking at me. I was like, he's at the same me talking about hash on Facebook. <laughs> I'm bollocks. Do you know that way? But you got the mails were great. You got fed and everything. Fantastic. Mm. I wanna know more about it. Like, did you follow did you was he guilty? did you find him guilty? What? So for some reason I felt bad for him. And you go into this room and you're talking about like the whole situation and X, Y, and Z. It, like, he definitely did X, Y, and Z and this is what he's up for. So he's definitely guilty. And I was just like, oh, I don't know though. Seems <laughs> like, like a nice guy. <laughs> he kept looking at me like, I felt sorry for him. <laughs> They're like, no, he's definitely guilty. And I was like, okay, he's guilty. So you went with guilty? Yeah, just majority, yeah. <laughs> what was the evidence? <laughs> oh, the, the there was CCTV, yeah, CCTV footage of your man bleeding in a car park on a mad one. Swinging digs everywhere. So. Oh, so he it was it was, yeah, it was clear as day, but like I was just like, oh no no, maybe not. And like, what was his punishment? He was already 
in prison. So it was like a heavier sentence on top of that. So he was just getting an extra like two years in prison or something. Oh my God. I was like, ah, you probably could have let him off with that one. I don't know. And do you need a unanimous decision? Does a jury need to come to like a unanimous decision? Yeah. So, so I was just... could have. I could have just went, you know what? I don't think so. I feel like I'd do that for a crack. Even if it was very obvious. I'd be just like, I've nothing going on tomorrow. Like, Not it's guilty. literally <laughs> in black and white what he did. All the evidence is there. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, ah, you fucking locked up already. Like, fucking let him off. It could have been self-defence or something though. Yeah, but it wasn't. Wasn't it? <laughs> 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 what was his defence? Not sure. Can't remember. I think I was like 18 when I went on that trial. It's so scary to think that. And then actually I got called for it again like three years ago. I was like, definitely can't do it. Because you're more famous. More known. I feel like the jury shouldn't be visible. Like the jury should be behind a wall or something. Mm. Like why are they visible? Justice has to be done in public. So you can see the people who are judging you and anyone like can come in and watch the trial or play, all that stuff. That's the idea behind the whole process being so public and obviously in certain special circumstances they go to special criminal court where there's no jury yeah yeah that, that, that I got, for the bigger court I got loads of time off work for I think it went on for two weeks no it two weeks no two sorry week. no, no two weeks to convict the fellow sorry. Long time. <laughs> it went on for three days three days Even three days it's long. long yeah that is but long. I got mixed up because a fellow I worked with in the pub was on jury duty a while later and he was out for like a month it was like a murder case he probably just took an extra couple of weeks off for himself. See the way you're kind of like, Never see the way know. you're a public figure, mm. so to speak. If you done a crime and you went to court over that crime, yeah. surely to Jay's as someone in the, the jury would know who you are and probably like your stuff. Is that allowed? Like, I think there's an argument that if that is the case you do that, you'd be pulled aside and said, you do realise all this evidence is here, yeah? Like what's your motives for saying that they're not guilty, I suppose? No, there's jury selection. So... Oh, they ask you, do you know this person? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. There's a whole, like, back check on you. If oh, you know that? this person, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or if you're from the area they're from, if you're, like, within a certain distance from that area where it happened, and you know that kind of way? But if you are Conor <coughs> McGregor, you'd have to... I mean, if you're going to get a jury of 12, 12 people, mm-hmm. if you're going to get a jury of 12 people, how are you going to get 12 people that don't know who Conor McGregor yeah. is? Conor McGregor, as we are, as far as we are aware, is not before the courts at the moment. No, but just as an example of Bono, let's say Bono, like Conor McGregor, Bono also isn't uh. <laughs> correct. But let me 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 point being yeah, that everybody mean, yeah. knows him. Yeah. yeah, how can you get a clean court case? It'd be very difficult. Just have to be fucking to be honest. Yeah, it'd be very difficult. Like it would be when difficult. Donald Trump goes on trial at jury trials. That's going to take forever to find 12 Americans who don't have an opinion on Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know. One way or another, like if you like him or yeah. if you dislike him. You almost him. need to just get babies yeah. <laughs> with no opinions. Majority <laughs> <laughs> <Enjoy your> of babies. <laughs> have you come to a conclusion there, kids? Goo goo gaga. <laughs> uh, okay, we're going to... He's going to fry. <laughs> have you come to a conclusion? Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol. <laughs> I'd love to do jury duty. I've never... Have you ever been asked? To do jury duty? Never. Have you? Uh, I once, yeah. I wasn't able to do it for some reason. Yeah, didn't get to do it. It's mad like that he's never been asked. I know he's been asked twice. Twice. The second time I couldn't. I'd love to. There's a TV station called Court Cam. I didn't know that. And it's actual court case. It's not like fucking Judge Judy or that. It's like a 24 hour court cam in whatever the state of California, and you can just look at court proceedings. Or actually, maybe it's different. It's whatever the biggest. The biggest story is, I think they just bring cameras and stream it, live stream it. Court I'd be into TV. that. Judge Judy's great. 
Judge Judy's shy. Ah, Judge Judy's lovely woman. Did I believe Mickey Mouse? Judge Rinder. Is that the English one? Yeah. yeah. Crap, yeah. Have you been watching Big Brother? I watched the fourth one and then haven't watched it since. I it's not the saying, same, is it? It's. I think it's... I feel like it's exactly the same. Is it, yeah? And that's the problem. I forgot oh, okay, how yeah. boring it was. Have you been watching it? Are you just not bothered? I have been watching it. Do you think you'll lose interest? I literally said after the first night, I said, this is shy. I'm not going to keep watching it. And then you're like, right, you know what? It's so shit. The next episode has to be better because it's so fucking boring. And it's still equally as boring. One of the tasks was they all have to stay in bed. That's how fucking boring it is. That is Big Brother though, isn't it? Like, that sort of stuff. Like, Matty is in the bat. And then he's just like in the bat for five seconds. Like, they played like musical statues the first episode that I watched. They're playing the music, then they stop. And then if you lose, you just go off. Like, and the winner got like bed and breakfast or something like that, I think. Oh, yeah. And yeah. That's a bit shit. Like, yeah, it's weak. It's very tame. Imagine sitting there watching that, like, and just being like, this is deadly. This is great, actually great entertainment. But I was saying to Amy, like, when I see reality television, I fully expect someone to be someone that's going in. Like, I feel like, why are they not influencers or why aren't they public figures? Like, you might yeah. not have to know them, but they are known. Like, that's the way it's gone, do you know that way? Yeah, That when yeah, you put yeah. in normal people now, it's just kind of like, I want someone that's someone. You want like, someone that's someone? Yeah, like, like it's, it's kind of like too normal or something like that. That's probably I know the that's what I like for. about it. Yeah. Oh, is right. that there's like fucking, it's such a rat... I'm, it's such a hodgepodge of normal yeah. people. Like it feels like they're not normal people, though, are they? They're no normal people. person auditions to be in Big Brother, especially not in 2023. When I say normal, I suppose like I mean not a celebrity, like literally someone that just walks in a shop. Or... Yeah, but they're still not normal. You know what I mean? Ah, yeah, I don't know. Are, are these normal people? I mean, in their little lines of work or in their worlds, they're probably the center of everyone's attention. But they're not like they have. They, they have their traits to get. Onto the show. That's why they're on there. They have traits that they yeah. have done in their audition. So there is something about them that's different from everyone in there. Like, do you know that way? Yeah. Each of them are different. Like, there's such a variety of people in it. That absolutely is. Like, you know what I mean? There's, there's hippies, there's gay people. There's, there's a woman in a wheelchair, isn't it? Yeah, there's a woman in the, that has uh, multiple sclerosis. There's an amputee in there. There's a Chinese woman. There's, like, every single person that you could think of in there and then a straight white there was one guy that went the first guy that went in he just like starts screaming when he got into like the house but like over the top screaming at the top of his lungs like oh my god I'm in big brother and I'm like see that's this up that's not normal knock it off (laughs) I saw that come on the TV the other day and I was like who still watches this you two you two I'm like who is sitting at home going oh big brother I swear to god I watched the first one and it's you two I should have known it was Uh, you two big brother's massive this is like the, the most popular big brother's ever been Big Brother is huge. He's fucking for real right now. I am for real right now. It's I like, remember Big Brother being absolutely massive years ago. This like, is like is this bigger one. now than it was years ago? Yeah, I think more people are watching this than have ever watched any Big Brother. I remember Big it's Brother being a really big deal years ago. Yeah, Big Brother was like as big as a major football tournament in the summer years ago. I think this is all people this talked is, about. Like this has surprised everyone's expectations of how well it would do for an ITV2 show. It's on ITV too. It can't be that big. It's on Virgin Media as well. That's where I was watching it. But um, I watched the first one and then Amy watched the second one and was just on the laptop writing and stuff. Not interested. And then by the third one came around, I said to Amy, are you not watching it? And she's like, nah, not bothered. Yeah, it is very boring. But I just, I will watch it tonight reluctantly and I'll watch it the next night reluctantly. It will eventually just grow on you where you just have to watch it. They're going to have to put someone in that actually is a little bit controversial and stores her up a little bit. Like Mark O'Neill. They need a Mark O'Neill. Yeah. But like, it's too dangerous. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, the like, way it's gone. Like. 
if you fucking offend somebody or whatever yeah, like yeah. it's yeah, no, it did well, but it wasn't the biggest ever. Biggest in a decade now. What it's been gone for five years. Yeah, but two and a half million people. It's a lot. Uh, watched the first show, I think. Twelve and a half, I thought it was. No, two and a half. Two and a half million. It's mad. We're back to you not appreciating what a million. Yeah, a two million and a half million. Is. That's not a lot. Twelve and a half million people will be huge. But when you think like the first late late show with Patrick Healy only got like nine hundred thousand, and everyone was like, "That is great." That's but Ireland, amazing. I suppose it is. Yeah, nine hundred thousand. This country like, is great. But that's ITV2. Do you know mm. what I mean? Two and a half million people watching ITV2. Over like double. The fact that it's on other channels as well. Is that two and a half million people across the, every channel? Or is that just ITV? Or is that too much information to research? I think it's just ITV. So, so not including your virgins or your American stations. So you're probably like talking five million. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I thought I read 12 million somewhere. But I don't. Do more people come into it? Yeah. Yeah. Like people go, come and go, you know. You going now? I am not. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I'd be bored. I'd be like, ah, this is shit. You are all shy. You having a whole smoke, aren't Yeah, out in the garden. That's how, that's where. Well, I tell you, if I was in there, I'd be out there the whole time, puffing your lungs out. I wouldn't last a day in there. Those I'd be tasks. like, ah, oh, lads, I have to go. Would you? Yeah. I tell you, you'd love it. Nah, not for me. Sitting around doing nothing and getting famous. <laughs> yeah, but what is the outcome after that? The abuse online? Yeah. The, just all that, like, it's just heavy. The best person that was ever in Big Brother for me was your man Poyface that was in the season with Mark O'Neill. He streams games now. He's hilarious. I don't know. There was a clip where they had to not eat for 24 hours and if they... It could have been 24 hours or whatever hours. And if anyone ate, they didn't get filled for, like, ages... And they were all like hurling abuse at him because he was pretending to eat a cake or a biscuit. And um, someone looked at him and said like, what the fuck are they only eating the biscuit? Like a fucking idiot. Like, do you know that way? And he didn't. But he was so wound up about that reaction that he just ate it. And everyone was like, you fucking stupid cunt. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> mad, but he was, he was gas. That was mad. That was a mad year. Like Mark O'Neill was fucking, I think Mark O'Neill was my all-time favourite big brother person that went in there what? like he just went in to act a bollocks and I'm like yes 100% pure TV gold entertainment it was amazing like didn't give a fuck only went in to act the bollocks and there's no one like that anymore people are trying to build a brand and protect it he was just like a whirlwind like a fucking tornado going into that gaff mm. which is fucking great and that's what it needs now it needs a Mark O'Neill to just go in there and run amok but there was mad people over the years remember your man P yeah with Tourette's he had Tourette's was it yeah yeah he was a good crack. He was nice. He won. Oh, your woman that passed away, that died. Yeah, yeah. What was her name again? Who is she? Who is she? Chantelle, was it? No, Chantelle was the fake celebrity in the celebrity episode. Oh, I don't know. You have such... I've been just reminded of your encyclopedic knowledge of Big Brother. Only I can't think of the most famous person's name in it. Yeah. What is it, though? But your Big Brother obsession is fascinating. I'm so happy it's back, but I'm so disappointed it's shy. Yeah. But then it was always shy. It'll get better. Yep. It will get better and it will continue and then it'll be over and it'll be like, it never got better. <laughs> <laughs> then you just watch the next season again and it's a cycle, isn't it? It is. And then I'll say, oh, go. like that's the thing about it. People say, oh, I'd be better on that. I'd do a better job now. They're all boring. I'll go on that and I'll fucking show them. There's no Irish people in it. That's who's waiting in the wings. There's a mad Irish fucker, I'd say, waiting to go in there and run amok. That's what I think. Not in for your chance. I don't want to go in there. The missus How much do you get? hundred grand? If you win it. That's not enough. Well, that's the bleed. You know, it's the it's everything that you get afterwards. Your own chat show, host a show, whatever show that may be. 
few branded deals with Boohoo, a couple of paid partnerships with Boots, you'd be fucking loaded. A little makeup line. Yeah. The blusher, the Conway blush. Get the Conway look. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be on the blading pig's back. You'd sell that, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> you'd sell that. <laughs> oh my days. Oh yeah, no, it was a great TV show back in the day. Not a big fan of Big Brother? No. It's not for me. Same. You do enjoy it. Here, here. No, it's, I'm not into it at all. I remember watching some of the earlier ones, but the original concept was interesting, I thought. My mate's yeah, older brother was obsessed with it when we were kids. Had the box sets and everything. Big brother have box sets? Yeah, I remember being in my mate's gaff and his brother had like, it just said like big brother, like the eye on like some shelf like on a box set. Maybe it wasn't the series, I don't know, some behind the scenes stuff or something. I don't know. They're all such idiots. Like there was a scene where one of the contestants was explaining what Big Brother was to the rest of them and they hadn't a clue about like 1984. They hadn't a fucking clue. They were just like, Big Brother's a TV show. It's like, <laughs> you fucking idiots, like. <laughs> Seriously. That, like, I think if I was in there, I'd be just like, yeah, I cannot. I need to go home. You'd end up on the smokes. I would, no. Oh, no, because that's where they do we all be. And you, you were right. Was I? Yeah. I'll give you that. What else have you been up to? Loads. Tell me. Tell me. Unload it. I want to know. Um, the people want to know. Your, your fans want to know. I'm going to the Nightmare Realm tonight. Oh, yeah. I went to that last year. I think it was... Are you nervous? Um, like, I looked at some clips and... Do you have to sign a waiver? Yeah. Now, that's a red flag for me. Why? Because then they can just, like, mentally torture you. Physically? I think they can't really physically hurt you or anything. Like, well, not hurt you. But, like, they can't lay their hands on it and stuff. Give you a kiss now. Off the exorcist. Ah! <laughs> Don't do that to me, I'm afraid of you. <laughs> Don't be kissing me, Reagan. It's a scary thing. <laughs> yeah. oh. Will you f- take that plate nightgown on, put normal clothes on, it's a scary thing. <laughs> but um, they can uh, interact with you and push it and stuff like that. Yeah. I think I'm in for a tree. They're going to yeah. say, that man off style, like getting him in a headlock. Ah, get off me, Reagan from the Exodus, the scary thing. <laughs> get off me, Chucky. Get off me, Michael Myers, you little dope, you. <laughs> with that machete. Did you ever go to the farm of phobia or anything like that? Like the ones in the, in the country? In the open, open air kind of. Proper chasing you around with chainsaws and everything. You're like, Ooh. fuck off. Go fuck yourself, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> fucking doing that to me is a scary thing <laughs> a scary thing but uh, I'm going with Amy and then two of her friends so that should be interesting will she be scared would she be scared yeah. Like that? yeah yeah she was trying to watch the fucking nun too the other night and she was hiding behind the blading cushion did you watch it's the only a one? it's only a blading nun yeah I seen the nun one I seen the nun one in the cinema a few years ago what's crap Second one's crap. I don't even. I don't think they make good horrors anymore. No. Evil Dead good. was good. I hope the Evil Dead woman isn't a fucking the nightmare around because I'll be fucking shitting myself if I say no. Like ah, get off me, will you? <laughs> fucking scary thingy. Ah. They're all different rooms. Like they're all different experiences. Yeah, yeah. It's like a corridor, and then there's all different. There's like the mad asylum, and then there's like the clown house, and then there's like the Chucky room and then there's like the exorcist room there's not the exorcist at all I know but whatever there is like there's different don't be saying that <laughs> but once you go into one and then it's scary you go into the next one and it's, it's scary. scary and then you just go into the third one and you're like ah kind of know what to expect now and then it's just like 
Ah, is it? It depends who you're in there with. Because some people go and they think that they're mad because they're not scared. Do you know what I mean? And the people come out and they go, Rah! and they're like, you little dope, yeah. And they're like, ah, oh, if you do that, you're ruining it for everyone. Like, be yeah. scared. You're going to get scared. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And there's people that think that they're too hard to be, oh, I'm not scared. Don't get the bleeding head on him. I'm, I'm not afraid of you, Chucky, a little tiny thing. If you quit though, isn't it? It's pricey. What's a 50 quid a ticket? Don't know. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it is pricey. Yeah. Is it 50 yeah. quid a ticket? Well, 50 quid a ticket, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I'm a cheeky facker. I asked for an extra two. Did you get free ones? Yeah. I'd have went. I'd have went myself off my own back, but sure look. If, <laughs> if the offer's there, you have to go. And is it open to the public or is this kind of like a promotional day or what's it? Um, the promotional day was last week where I was originally supposed to go, but I couldn't. So I just said I can go like next week if there's a ah, slot there. Okay. Like, I have to post a few stories in that. Tonight? Mm. Ah. Shit myself. Ah. <laughs> Do you think if they're actors like that dress up as the people like but do you reckon if they listen to the podcast or something they give me a dig? Don't know yet. They knew me last year. What do you say? They said, Oh, it's a funny guy off TikTok. <laughs> kind of thing like that. They'll know you. Of course they'll know you. It's your man off the bus. <laughs> oh no. Did you ever go down like that? Don't think so. I'm not even sure I'd like to. Would you not be up for being scared? I would think I would, but also very much not up for being scared. Do you think you'll be one of them time. people that Joe was talking about saying, I'm not scared, man. What what are you doing doing that for? Oh no. Or would you be kind of welcome? Oh, I'd be fully accepting that I was terrified. I wouldn't be hiding it. I want that hit though. Terrified. I want that adrenaline. Yeah. That's the point of going. I want that. You know, you just need that sometimes yeah. to give you a little bit of a boost for a month. Yeah. I like being scared, but I also don't like being scared. The comfort. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's mad that desire. you can get scared, isn't it? <laughs> like it's mad that like you can jump and be terrified of something. Deadly though. Why be into that? And that's our natural reaction. Why aren't we just going, <laughs> and laughing? Because like, our natural instinct is to go, and to kind of like, defend. Why does your course? fingers curl and your arms go up? And like, why do you do all that? Because everything... Your leg goes up in that guarded position where you're like, yeah. Everything tenses. You, and like, it, you protect your body, like, you know what I mean? You do that in that moment, like your torso. In that moment, you're scarier looking than the person that's scaring you. Because you're like, you look like you're blending in with them. Disfigured and all. <laughs> Curling up like a possessed man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like and then someone walks rocking. in and sees you like that and think you're a part of the show. This is your man, Joe McCook, and he's scary, man. <laughs> he's scary. What's the most scared you've ever been by a uh, form of entertainment? Because I add that qualifier at the end because I asked you before what's the most scared you've ever been. The Exorcist. Well, the time before you told us it was when you almost choked on a Campino in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> Which was kind of missing the yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that was for me. The, the, the Exorcist. What age were you when you watched that? I'm going to say like around A. That's probably too young to watch The Exorcist. <laughs> or 10. I think it's busted. 18. About 10 years too young. Sure, I, told, I mean, even just... I told you that I used to go to my mate's house and watch these horror films with his older brother and his older sister and stuff. He had a big family like and we'd all... He'd bring mates over and they'd bring friends and we all just watch horror films. But like his older sister used to have to walk to me gaff before we watch it and say, is it alright if Darren watches blah, blah, blah? But they never done that for The Exorcist. Because they knew that my mad just say, no way. Absolutely not. But one time they were like, <laughs> walked us up and they're like, is it alright if Darren watches Deep Blue Sea? <laughs> not that shark film. And my mad's like, yeah, walk away. <laughs> but they never done it for The Exorcist and I can see why. Because my ma went to see that in the cinema and she was traumatised by it when she was younger. Yeah. There's people in the cinema getting sick and everything. What the fuck? I was only watching, it must be, it was like a Mark Kermode documentary that like, 
I think he made for the 25th anniversary and they showed it again on BBC there recently. Mostly because the new Exorcist film is out. I mean, yeah. But um, that's a bit of a mismatch, that new one. Do you think so? I've heard it's not great. It's got bad reviews, yeah. Oh, really? I'd watch that, like, because it's modern or something. Do you know, there's something really weird about, like, not using CGI and stuff and just it being a bit too real. That freaks me out about that original. But now it's like, oh, they use all these special effects and you can see that they're computer generated and do you know that kind of way yeah, it's just like yeah. it doesn't bother me watching that documentary it reminded me like you're saying not CGI and all that still to this day possibly the scariest film ever 50 years later The Exorcist there you go yeah it's yeah. still that powerful like obviously there are special effects but they're natural like you now like fucking there's a pipe coming the side of our mouth to spray out the sick and stuff which is it's all just like I don't a think hand it, like, like, like a lot of horrors like I, I presume the new Exorcist kind of relies on that jump scares and stuff like the standard Hollywood look and Hollywood feel like but that original film man I honestly swear to God like I'd go as far as getting counselling over it I should have I mean if you were eight that is so young to watch The Exorcist yeah that is so young that is traumatising for an that would traumatise an eight year old yeah like Oliver's five like in three years time Jesus, yeah. I'm not going to watch the fucking Exorcist with him like that would traumatise a child like and that would stay with you 100%. It was the same. Look, I didn't even get through it all. I got to the point where she comes down the stairs in the crab and gets sick blood. I remember as clear as day, it was like the bang on the door and the, like that noise. Yeah. And then, it was like right in your face on the screen and I was like, and I just like absolutely legged it out with a gaff like and I couldn't sleep or that and like and I was traumatised. Yeah. But then like afterwards, right. I, I watched it like, do you know that way as I was older, I watched the whole thing and I couldn't really watch it. I was uncomfortable watching it. But I watched it and I was like the whole time I was like thinking of that moment when I was a kid. But <laughs> even to see the image of it, of her face like when it's mangled, I'm just like, oof. Like I'm not like shitting, but it's just an uncomfortable feeling. Like. So the Exorcist was banned from home entertainment in Ireland until 98. What do you mean home? What was home entertainment? Video DVD. Video. You couldn't get it. Oh really? Yeah. Most people had it on videotape recorded. Yeah. From the TV with ads on it, I remember. Someone had that that I knew but for someone that's such a fan of horror it's kind of weird that I don't like that the Poltergeist film kind of left the lasting impact on me yeah kind of from that era a little bit later I think it's the fact that it's a young person mm. like Reagan is just a child in it yeah yeah the Poltergeist a child gets like taken into the, whatever the, the other realm yeah it's like that shouldn't happen and then it's like plays on your mind <laughs> yeah the only film that kind of after that that I would say made me feel very uncomfortable but like again not to the extent of that because I'm older would be the Blair Witch Project yeah because that was just new that was the first time that was ever done like maybe the first time I know of with that style like yeah and to make you feel like it's absolutely happening and it's real mad ground and you don't even need to see what the thing is that's following them mm, yeah for you to feel that's, really uncomfortable yeah. that's the point you don't need special effects no the last shot in that film is terrifying yeah, and it's just someone standing in the corner looking at the wall. The most scared, I, well, maybe the pharmaphobia or whatever. There's another one out there, spooktacular or some bullshit, whatever. I don't fucking know. That was very scary. But it was in New York. When it was in New York, it was the first time I ever done one of them. And it was a restaurant, and they have like a stage there, and they do a spooky show, or whatever, just a bit of entertainment, light entertainment. And all the servers are Dracula and all scary people, but it's fine. It's not scary. But you have a side room that's a proper big haunted experience, and I never done anything like that before. Like the nightmare room, but it's one room, and it's like a maze, and you're walking through it for ages. 
and it's like you're going through different parts and it's people coming at you with chainsaws and the you know stuff like that and it was fucking scary as shit like scary as shit one room was just literally pitch black and you had to just kind of feel your way out of the room and stuff it was just terrifying and then when you get to the end we were looking at the screens of where we were and you could see us being frightened and stuff like that Oh yeah, yeah, there was a part where there was a fellow with a chainsaw and you're supposed to run past him and Mario ran past him and I was too afraid. I was like, ah, ah. And your man was like that with the chainsaw. Rrr, rrr. But like, I was too scared to go past him and he was like, go past. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't fucking stay here for 10 minutes, mate. Like, like come on, will you? And eventually, like, he just kind of stood beside it, stood aside and was like, <laughs> like nodding me on. When we were in LA, when he was went home, I was there with Amy and we went to this... Uh, like Hollywood movie prop experience thing where they had like film costumes and masks and all the props from movies. It was like a tour, but there was like a chamber of horrors kind of thing, like horror movie props. And there was this section where you walk down the hallway on an each side, there's like Hannibal Lecter's costume and mask and stuff and it's like a, a dummy wearing it, like, but looks legit. And I get down to the end and the last one on the left and Amy goes, down, fucking look to the left, like... And I just looked like kind of cautiously and it was fucking the one out of the exit sitting there. Sake, I just goes, why do you have that in here? Why did you do that? I did not want to come here and experience that. Thank you. You went to a horror chambers and was surprised to see the exorcist. <laughs> I just thought her, her nightdress would be pretty rare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they wouldn't have that. But they did. Yeah, there was the one that I went to in London as well. That was very, well, actually it wasn't too scary. But like they went all out. Like there was a woman tied up and she was like in the nip. And oh, yeah, that was like that, being yeah. tortured and stuff like that. And you're like, fucking hell, that's, they don't need to do that. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> that's a bit much now. I hope she's getting well paid for that. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like we know this is not real. Like you're not, you don't have to do this. Yeah. Yeah, but it was very, I think very we talked about it before, but there is one in America, I think, where you have to sign like a, a waiver like I know you have to sign waivers in all of them I think but this one like there's certain points in it where it's like this is fucking extreme they like lock it in fucking fridges and stuff and you're covered in like liver and blood and you know like Ugh. they could be just chicken breasts but like if they're covered in blood and you're inside them you're like what the fuck but they're like screaming in your face and like right in your face and all yeah. saying yeah fucking do you like that and all like do you know that way and you're just like what the fuck seeing videos of them like your man in London like had my face up like grabbed me had me face up against the wall and was putting popcorn in my mouth now for some popcorn was it was salted like, or buttered I can't remember if you were salted or buttered <laughs> <laughs> shoving popcorn in my mouth and all saying, you like that you like that well, you're just like, like, oh I love popcorn <laughs> oh god yeah. I was fucking shitting I was like yeah. fuck because like, like you sign away like, like you it just made. end up going what the fuck man you're so scared like, like, he's a big man like you know what I mean I know he's an actor and all but like there's nothing that I could do to hurt him and you know it's a fucking it's a part of the show it's part of the show yeah but there was mad stuff and he obviously when you sign up for it they do the research and they look you up on Instagram and stuff and he had pictures of me and Moira printed out like in one of the bedrooms and stuff and then like cut our heads out and put our pictures on weird other weird pictures and you're just like this is mad this is fucking creepy uh, that was that was actually pretty class, but not scary. More entertaining and fun and funny than scary, which I think was better for me because I don't do well in them scary situations. I just hold on to Moira and just push her forward. <laughs> I just like hiding behind Moira the whole time, like a little pussy. One kind of like that as well. <laughs> do you know the story behind how they marketed the Blair Witch Project? No. So when that first came out, it was put out as 
like the, I think it was first in a film festival or wherever it was first released as a genuine found footage not as in you know a piece of fiction yeah and the producer and director had planted stories in local newspapers and they about the there was a, of it, like. yeah there was a website about the Blair Witch where they had put up some of the videotapes and all this so as in if you looked it up back in 98 when it came out you would find what you thought were real clues about this story of three filmmakers they even did a deal with the um, sci-fi channel to do like a promo slot but then they used that to make a documentary about the legend of the Blair Witch with no mention that of. it was linked to a studio film around like that and it's like became the blueprint basically for how to promote films virally by far the first people to do it and it was a huge part of why so much hype built up around it because the hype around that film was massive yeah huge. before it released here like there was a big huge, huge like cult following for it like and you can watch it's called The Curse of the Blair Witch and it's uh, but if you're watching all this if you're watching the build up to this not knowing that there's a film dropping and then you go see the film was the film actually like portrayed as the same kind of idea that this is real shit like yeah like, so the audience are watching it and afterwards are like was that real or is everyone like, yeah, that, 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 like we're, yeah, we've seen that that's real, it's real. Like By the time it reached here, obviously, the secret was out, but for yeah. for as long as they could, yeah, they wanted everyone It'd to be It'd be great to be in that real. moment of yeah, the buzz. uncertainty yeah. of it. Like. Yeah, 100%. It'd be amazing. They tried to do the same thing with Paranormal Activity to make yeah. it out as though it was real, but it was like, come here, lads, we're not fucking idiots. Yeah. Well, hard the, for, the first thing, the first one of that is kind of a bit of a game changer as well in terms of how they did that style. Paranormal activity. Yeah. It's just Blair Witch Project. Yeah, but in a gaff. Yeah. And with CCTV footage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Still. I don't know. It was good. It was good. Paranormal yeah. activity was good. Like the force and you have to say it was like Yeah. Funny. Yeah. But you knew it wasn't real. Like yeah. part of the appeal of the Blair Witch Project was that you thought it was real. Or you weren't sure. You're like, is that fucking real? But the actors in it, they were like it wasn't so much scripted. They were sent into the woods with just that camera and the director like would show up at two o'clock in the morning and start rattling the, the tents and there's yeah. like cries of the child and I think that child is the director's child that he recorded before and played it on it and played it outside the tent and everything and he knew it was the director but it'd still be fucking scary yeah absolutely do you know what I mean it's like if you camped outside your back garden you yeah. know you're in your back garden but like it's still fucking scary because you're in a tent camping even though it's out your back garden it would be yeah, yeah. it would be not that I ever did that and it's still two o'clock in the morning. You're still asleep. And then yeah. some fucker's waking you up in the middle of the woods. And part of you'd be thinking, oh, that better be the fucking director. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? That's a good way of doing it instead of getting people to act. Yeah, like, Where yeah. if it's like real life, make it all believable. It's class. Make them genuinely afraid. Mm. I don't think Amy ever seen the Blair Witch Project. I don't think she... It was, it but I think... Like, I'd, I'd like to sit down and watch it with her to see what her response to it is. Does she know about the Blair Witch Project? I don't think so. So you should say... You should try... Build the world for us. Did you ever hear about like the fucking I'll do, thing I'll, that happened? I'll do a few recordings. Yeah. Will I? Yeah. Yeah. Say, have you ever fucking seen this? It's about like this film crowd. We had to have I'll skip the things. part where it says Universal. <laughs> even I don't even know if it's Universal, but I'll just skip the intros. Yeah. And just like have it ready to play on like the fourth scene. Say that we said to watch it. Say you don't even know about it. I'll just say I have to do a bit of research on this documentary for the podcast. Will you watch it with me? Because like it's fucking too long like and we just might as well just watch it together don't even tell her <laughs> the name evil? of it don't even tell her the name of it just be like because it starts off <laughs> it starts off in the gaff like they're getting ready like they're packing yeah. all that shit they're like woo we're going to see the Blair Witch way. like and it kind of it feels so genuine it feels so fucking genuine that she'd be just like what's this shy 
Oh, there's another fucking film. Now, this is less believable, but it's called Creep. Oh, yeah. Oh, did you ever watch it? I'd seen bits of it somewhere before. I think it was on Channel 4 or something years oh. ago. But, um... I implore. I don't know if you've ever... Have you watched Creep? No, I think you've... I remember seeing the case of it in Extravision. And it's like a face screaming. Well, I don't know. And it just says Creep. That's probably Jeepers Creepers. This is no, a no, it film. is that Creep came out in like the early two thousands. No, I don't think so. Is it like a CCTV that. recording, like same style as the Bear Witch? Fucking well, it's about this creep that lives in the woods, and he hires somebody off Craigslist to come and record him because he has cancer and he wants to leave a message for his family. But like he spends a few days there with him, and he starts to realize this fella's fucking not right in the head. And it just escalates and gets out of hand and it's I fucking have, scary as fuck, I think. It's I've, brilliant. have to watch that. Did you watch it? When, is it? when was it? 2014. 2014. 2014? Yep. Well then I wouldn't have seen it in Extra Vision. And then there's a creep too. It's not as good but it's still pretty enjoyable. I think the main character is a comedian and he usually does a lot of comedy. Is a shot like it's on a handheld? Handheld like. Yeah. But it's like me being a creep and saying, here you record me and then I start doing weird stuff. That's a bit too real like. That sort of film that's a bit too real. Where it's like, is this really happening? Yeah, yeah. It's in the same way as Blair Witch Project. Like, you suppose you should believe that it's real. But part of it is like, well, you know, it's a film. Like, yeah, you know, it's still good. Whether you know or you don't. But do that with the Blair Witch Project. What? Sit down with Amy and watch the Blair Witch Project and just see if I don't like. If I do it that way, I really think that it'll get to the point where she says, "Will you turn this off?" That's where I think it'll go to. Do you think so? Yeah, I think so. You think she'd be so freaked out? If you didn't know anything about the Blair Witch Project and Moira done that to you, what you're saying to do, like, yeah, you'd shit yourself. But it's not like you're there, you're watching it on a screen and fingless. I know, but like, if she's led to believe that this is real, the way it was meant to be, she's gonna like relive what the people that were led to believe that it's real, she's gonna relive that moment because she doesn't know what the fuck it is. That's a privilege, isn't it? Yeah, I'd love to be able to do that. Yeah, I think it might be a bit too much for her though. We'll find out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it is too much, then just say, ah, I'm only messing, it's not real. But it looks real, doesn't it? And then she'd be like, yeah, bastard. Then she could watch it. I used to challenge myself to watch it in my bedroom by myself upstairs. For what reason? To, just to prove to me, brother, that I wasn't a scaredy cat. Yeah. And he'd say, I bet you you can't watch that by yourself. And this would be daytime. You have to close the blinds, though. <laughs> Evil <laughs> bastard. <laughs> and he'd be downstairs. Everyone would be downstairs. And I'd be like that, watching the fucking thing, like... No, no, fuck that. Would <laughs> I you? I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had it on video. Are you, I'm fucking, I just had videos and videos of horror films. Like a big massive collection of horror films. Loved them. Not so much anymore. I used to have loads as well. Now I have, uh, I, I'm able to just kind of watch them um, whenever I want on kind of demand. Um, <laughs> yeah. like, now fucking the school yeah. uh, I should get a hobby. <laughs> I should start collecting shit. Collecting shit? Yeah, like yeah. horror stuff or something. Like you collect toys and uh, I haven't bought one in over a year. Like I do like horror films. I feel like that'd be a nice hobby. Like get a Blu-ray, a you should, Blu-ray. You should collect Blu-rays or just collect DVDs. Ah, but they're shy. They're less. But you can get like they're not even fucking hate. Isn't the matter that a DVD is not even HD? What is it? Fucking four eighty p or some shit. You know, on YouTube you click four eighty p. That's what a DVD is. Better Maybe quality like. on my phone. Literally, only smaller screen. Do you remember portable DVD players? <laughs> Do you remember what I am? I do. Little tiny, what the fuck? Isn't that mad? And Tom Toms. Tom Toms. Tom Toms are, before you found... talks, talky thingies that you talk and then it mimics you back? No, no, no. There was, was a talk, talk boy, boy, wasn't it? Yeah. Tom Toms. Tom Tom was a GPS machine. 
that you'd stick into you'd stick in your wherever you wanted to go and it'd be a GPS like Google Maps or like right. Apple Maps but it was before phones so had, there was like a period in time where everyone had a Tom Tom if they had a car and I got my dad a Tom Tom but he never used it because he liked just reading the map and just oh I know where I'm going I'll just go on the motorway or whatever so then I just had a Tom Tom and I'd just be putting in Summer Hill I'm and then I'd just walk to Summer Hill and I'd be like <laughs> no way that's mad <laughs> thanks Tom Tom do you not remember Tom Tom? no what was the other thing their portable DVD player. Yeah. Fucking no logic. I had one of them watching it in my gaff when I had a telly and a DVD player. <laughs> but the fact that it was portable, I was like, this deadly. Yeah. This class. Bringing it on holidays. I remember bringing a DVD a portable. On a plane? No, just like down to the country or whatever. I remember going down to Waterford in Tremor and there would be a video shop down there and they had the best videos and you couldn't get them up in Dublin. They were really niche. I used to get DVDs in HMV. Old horror DVDs like the Nightmare on Elm Street box set and I had a kill packaging and like the discs come out and there's all like pictures behind them and that was like fucking 200 and something quid the Family Guy box sets is what I'd be mad about or the Simpsons box sets because when you line them up there's an image of them sitting on the sofa yeah 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 Yeah. do you remember that yeah but to be loads of them you stick them in blade and binge them ah it was amazing and now we can just get them on blade and Disney Plus it doesn't feel as nice though does it I miss discs you have it. And then you Do you miss it. discs on? No. Do you want some good Blair Witch <laughs> trivia? <laughs> Do we want some good Blair Witch trivia? Absolutely. Go For on. the first year after it was released, if you looked up the uh, actors on IMDb, they, they were, were dead. as missing, presumed dead. For the first year. Wow. That's good, isn't it? That's good shit. That's class. That is good shit. Uh, I, I kind of miss discs. Yeah, I do. Uh, I liked having a DVD collection. Yeah. I still have it. But like, just left in my mum's house. Mm. Did you have a rack? Uh, the stand, you know, you could get them in Argos like and CD stuff. Wallace. And I probably had a couple of shelves. Yeah, CD Wallace. Remember them? My big book. God, the big book. Had one of them, yeah. But yeah, you used to be, remember, like you'd have to go and borrow a DVD from someone, you know, or you'd yeah. hear about a film and you'd never swap, seen it. But you used to swap DVDs. Just take me. somebody's recommendation, and if you really trust them, you go to Terror Records and you'd pay your fifteen quid. Yeah. Or just the fact that you used to go down to Extra Vision to yeah. rent a DVD. Nothing means anything anymore. I watch brilliant stuff and I've forgotten about it, I'd say, a few weeks later. Yeah. Even the name of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 100%. But, but back in the day, it me and Marty, because yeah, there was a reason behind watching it because you had yeah. to go and get it. And It was an experience. Yeah. It was a whole day. It wasn't just it was a, a fucking... Saturday, oh, yeah. Fucking. I used to get a game and a DVD. Play the game during the day and watch the DVD at night. I missed that. And probably the fact that we used to watch stuff without our phones in our hands means... It actually entered our long-term memory, I'm guessing. Yeah. If you're glancing down at your phone at least every couple of minutes. Oh, you yeah. don't do that. I try not to, but Amy do does that a lot. Yeah, Moira does it. And, it and I always pause it. So, do you want to watch this? I say, yeah, of course I do. <laughs> like, but you're on your phone yeah. watching TikTok. Literally, someone fucking talking about chicken goujons and that. <laughs> like, will you watch the film? film on <laughs> I'm after renting that in extra vision. People do it in the cinema, man. That's no, it, shocking. Actually, I only talked about that the other day with someone. Fucking shocking. You go to the cinema and people are on TikTok. You paid to be here, mate. They're doing reels. A part of that fucking a day in my life. No one gives a shit, mate. What your day looks like. I care. I love watching people's days. <laughs> no. I love watching the. I love watching two seconds of the cinema on a TikTok <laughs> reel. And I got some nachos and I got some. Uh, and the tip wasn't so great, uh, but I got it anyway. They asked you to. Uh, there's like three sections for dips, so like you have a choice of three. So I always get two salsa and one cheese. Do you, yeah? 
great, yeah. And what I do is, <laughs> you might think I'm an absolute weirdo for doing this, uh, but I just dip it into the cheese and then I dip it into the salsa. Oh, I know, it's crazy, but I do that anyway. And then I go to the cinema and we sit there and go on TikTok. <laughs> Inception of TikToks and cinemas. Fuck off, will you? Watch the film. Say something next time. Who, me? Yeah. If you see anyone doing that, just hey, stand up. What are up. you doing? I'd say, watch the film. I feel like an outfit. There should be TikTok cinemas. A screening for TikTokers. There is. Is that? Yeah, they're the premiers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be there. <laughs> oh, God. Good, good, good. Did you see the new Spider-Man game is coming out? You have to go to the, the thing for that. Yeah, you go. going. If I'm not sure, i go to it, yeah. Pew. Pew. A piece you. Pew. Pew. Green Goblin, take that. Pew. Venom, take that. Pew. Fucking age of us. The only two people I know who do the Spider-Man actions, Darren and my three-year-old daughter. <laughs> yeah, she ain't doing it like me. <laughs> I grew up on Spider-Man. She's only like three. <laughs> Mentioned earlier that you couldn't watch The Exorcist on video or DVD or anything like that until 98. Yes. When the ban was lifted. Can I guess some of them? Sure, yeah, go ahead. Horror? All horror? No, no. What, what year? What year? A lot of horror. Cannibal Holocaust. Let me check that now. What's you guessing something? Is yep. this not just that was banned until 2006. Getting lifted in 2006 seems late. Yeah. People couldn't interpretate whether that was real or not. It was about like people on an island eating each other. Like that film Alive. Ah. Go ahead anyway, give us a list. Other ones, uh, Clockwork Orange, hmm. Life of Brian, Porkies, Richard Pryor, Live on the Sunset Strip, The Scientology Film, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Monty Python's The Meaning of Life. Religion issues. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Natural Born Killers. So a lot of violence, blasphemy, so on from dusk till dawn. From uh, dusk till dawn was banned. Yeah. Here's one that uh, stands out in the list. 2001. WrestleMania 2000. <laughs> it's a good WrestleMania. Why was that banned? Due to the use of realistic weapons, including metal chairs, timber wrapped with barbed wire and sledgehammers. The deputy censor also cited the gladiatorial bloodlust of the crowd baying for increasingly extreme violence. <laughs> it's real to me, goddammit. Yeah, so, I don't know if that ban was lifted. I presume you can get WrestleMania 2000 now. But there you go. There you go. A fantastic insight there, wasn't it? Amazing. Yeah. Stala is a Go Loud original podcast, proudly sponsored by the Five Lamps. What a sponsor. What, what a, a drink. Yeah. Halloween coming up. Grab a few. Yeah. Sit in. Watch a spooky movie. Watch a spooky. All the creepy crawlies. All the spooky wookies. Yeah. Yeah. Crack a little can open. A oh, bottle. Yeah. You'll enjoy that. An old bottle of the five lamps. A little can of the five lamps. An old can of the five lamps. And then pause the old film. Put the can down. Get the phone out. A laptop. Visit drinkaware.ie to know all about responsible drinking. There you go. Close the laptop. Switch off the phone. That goes for you two in the middle row. Um, <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening I'll see you next week anything else you want to say thank you for listening and we'll see you next week yeah I'll see you on Monday at the bonus episode yeah well I'll talk to you then right love yous Bye.